Hello, you beautiful people. This is Gary Horn, and this, this is the NWA podcast celebrating the past, the present, the future, the history, legacy, and tradition of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. You know I'm talking about that National Wrestling Alliance, and today we've got a very special episode. We've had legends like Tim Storm and Nick Aldis, the VP of the NWA, Dave Lagana, one of the biggest upstarts since NWA Power has gone on air, Ricky Starks. But today, today, possibly one of the most mysterious slash evil slash cool slash just getting a lot of buzz right now. I'm talking about Melissa Cervantes, a.k.a. Thunder Rosa, coming fresh off of her very first MMA fight in Combate Americas and fresh off a tag team win with her partner Marty Bell on NWA Power. Thunder Rosa was generous enough to give us some time and talk to us about herself, her plans, what it was like in her first MMA matchup, what it's been like so far in the NWA Power studio tapings. I'm not going to take up all of your time, just to say that whatever you expected, Thunder Rosa is every bit as real as you hope she would be. She's still just as cool as you want her to be, but she also is not afraid to speak her mind, and we like that here on the podcast, so be prepared. There's a lot of language in this one. There's a lot of just blunt discussion, and yes, she does have words for Miss Allison Kay, the NWA Women's World Champion. We get into talking about what she thinks about all sorts of things in the business and a little bit about her that you might not have known beforehand. I think, and I say it multiple times in this podcast, the hardest thing in the world is going to be for you to come away from this podcast not liking Thunder Rosa. Anyway, all of that out of the way, I'm still a little, you know, I'm still trying to get used to plugging all of the things I should plug. Obviously, NWA Power, Tuesdays, 6.05, and Thunder Rosa's social media is pretty much Thunder Rosa 22 on all of your social networks that you want to find her. All right, all of that's out of the way. I am at This Is Gary Horn. The podcast is at The NWA Pod, and now let's get right into the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, Thunder Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> like you, I just want to make sure you're ready. You're just like you're doing a lot, so I just want to make sure you feel good. Yeah, sure. What's on your finger there? What's what's that? Oh, this. Oh, I was just okay. So, because I've been off my diet for like five days and I gained twenty pounds already. Yeah. Uh, I'm eating this. It's a, it's a Mexican drink and it has chamoy on it, so that's why my finger is red. Oh, nice. I thought it was like a tattoo or something on there. Oh, no, this? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. No, it's not a tattoo. This is my my husband loves my ring, my wedding ring, so I decided to tattoo a heart. He has the keys for my heart. Oh, that's sweet. So he lost it? You, I see you put the blame right on him. No, no, no. So I was like training, right? And then um, and then I told him, hey, take uh, – take care of my band because I'm going to go training. And he was like, all right, cool. And then he was losing weight. So he put it on and all of a sudden he lost his and mine at the same time. That's, did he get a tattoo? Hell no. <laughs> he didn't get a tattoo. Come on, man. <laughs> he don't need a tattoo. He's the most loyal man I ever known. Okay. Well, that's good. He seems like a cool guy. What? He's also, I also see your, your posts on Instagram and stuff. He seems like real buff. What's he do? Eat rice cakes all fucking day. <laughs> Eat rice cakes. No, he's he's a big dude. Like he uh he used to play uh sports a lot when he was younger. Um, but uh right now he's uh he's an he's off season like mm -hmm. me. <laughs> so you know, well we're gonna get back on uh, back in shape. He's probably gonna start doing jujitsu with me. Oh, nice. How long have you been doing jujitsu? Uh, since 2016. 
Is that like when you do like MMA stuff? I know like it's supposed to be a mix of stuff, but like, is that what brought you into it? Was it like you started doing jujitsu and then that kind of made yeah. you get the bug? I started doing jujitsu, but it was like on and off. I was like never really taking it serious because I was I'm always traveling, or I always I was always traveling with wrestling, and it really sucked because I really like it. I really enjoy the whole, you know, especially when there's no gi, when it's more like wrestling. Right. Because it, it's it's I don't know, it's such an empowering feeling. But, um, yeah, that's what got me into it because I started taking, like, striking classes. And then I started taking, um, what, what other classes did I take? It was kickboxing and boxing. But I was, like I said, I, again, I wasn't taking it serious until Combate was like, hey, do you want to do MMA? And I'm like, sounds like a great idea. I mean, what can it ha- what can happen, you know? All right. <laughs> well, you found out. Like, you, you uh... Yes. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Alice and Kay like so nicely put it on on Twitter to put me bleeding from my face. I mean, at least I can say that I bleed from other places, you know, than <laughs> down there, you know, my <laughs> legit places. So, yeah. <laughs> you are cold, man. <laughs> man, I mean, that's a beautiful picture. That's that's the beauty of MMA, you know, my my. My opponent got me. Yes, she got me. She bust me open. But you know what? I Some people would have seen that and they would have fucking freaked out. Completely freaked out and stopped the match. Oh, they right. see blood and they freak out. But you know what? This is part of wrestling. A lot of people, and I don't want to break kayfabe, but they do it for a living. Yeah. They fucking you know, blade their foreheads. I was bladed because I was having a beautiful fucking fight. And I got bladed with an elbow. You know, it's my bad. I mean, I should have been better. I should have gotten up my ass faster. But my opponent got the best out of me, and I didn't stop. I never gave up. She didn't scare me for one bit. I mean, this was like your first professional fight. You had had some, like, sparring matches or something first, right? Well, well, yeah, you spar before you get into the the, the match. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess so. (laughs) I never had an amateur fight, and this is actually, like, my very first fight ever. Like, ever. Like after I was like Sunday, I sat down and I start thinking about it, and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Like I was completely insane for getting in the cage, like that with somebody that had tons of more years of experience. But I think um, besides what people say about professional wrestling, I think professional wrestling really prepared me to perform because you are performing in in front of hundreds, thousands of people that are watching you online, and you have to be. You know, the pressure is on, and the pressure was on me because um, Combate was, like, really promoting me as, like, the best thing after, you know, a slice, sliced bread. And I was – and uh, <laughs> are you laughing? I was like <laughs> – I like that he's in the background there. <laughs> um, you know, so it was it, – there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of pressure because I didn't want to get knocked out, and I didn't want to get chucked out. That was one of my main two things. And – Again, the fact that I didn't have no experience made it a lot more difficult because I think a lot of people didn't believe in me. They believe like I could do it, but I, I don't think that uh, they will believe that I will go to the distance. And I went the distance and I was like, holy shit, it's over. Like when it was over, I was like, oh, my God, it's over. And I was just like, oh, my God. All the feelings started coming out. But how did you uh-huh. feel like like at that ending, like when it has to go to the judges and stuff, though? Like, how did you feel like you felt like? I wish I would have thrown more fucking punches, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't I didn't start feeling comfortable until the third round. But then it was a little too late. But I am I am very proud that I got in the cage. I am really proud that I didn't back down. No matter what was thrown at me, no matter what was said, and no matter that we had a, a ton of people watching, you know, that didn't scare me at all. At all. So um um I'm just ready for the second one because I want to, I want to do better and I want to be a better fighter just in general, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. Like you're not even holding back. You're like, uh, there's going to be another one and I'm going to get in there. So like what, what was, I know you said you didn't get comfortable to like the third round, but like what was different about what you expected and then what you actually experienced, what you got in there? Is there something that stands out that you just didn't count on or? No, I think it's my lack of experience as, as a fighter, uh, just like cutting corners and like, you know, work on the inside, it's, it's stuff like that, you know, that comes with time, Your my footwork and just being, I mean, I was confident. I was, 
the thing is like you have to throw with with like you mean it. You every punch that you throw, you have to throw like you mean it. You have to throw it because you want to knock somebody out. And I think that's I was doing it at times, but then I was like, I will back up. And it, it's just like doing it constantly and all the time, just to be consistent. Consistency. It's just like wrestling. You have to be consistent all the time. And yeah, I mean, I know my shortcomings and and I know what I need to work on. So, um, but I just want to really thank my my opponent, Nadine. She was she was a great opponent. I mean, she was tall as fuck, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume anybody that gets in there is tough as fuck. So, I don't. I mean, it takes a lot to get in there and be willing to get punched in the face. I already have all the respect in the world for you for that. So, so she was she was a lot of fun. Like on the third round, like definitely we're looking at each other, like laughing, like yeah, bitch, I ain't giving up. And she's like, no, you're not. So let's let's keep it going, you know. You got some kind of fire behind you that like a lot of people I think don't have. And like uh, we we were just doing the after show like right before this, and I was talking to people in the chat room and uh, I announced finally I was going to be talking to you. I forget how it came up, but I was like, no, nah, man, Thunder Rosa seems tough as hell. Like, I don't want to mess with her. Like, it was coming up and they were like, ah, she's like five foot three. And I was like, I was there at the tapings and I saw her kick people and I know I would not want to get kicked like that. So like, there's something different about the way you approach stuff. I don't know I'm, where that comes from. I'm small. Like I have to come with everything that I have, the 125 pounds. I had to, gotta be worth something it's, again you gotta commit to it you know it's every throw every punch that i throw is like i'm committed every kick that i throw i'm committed that's how i was trained when uh, when i first came up in uh, apw my coaches were like on all the strikes especially heat strikes were being so small i have to be committed to everything that i do to make it more realistic and now that i know how it feels to get kicked and then i know how it feels to be bled because of an elbow and i know how it feels to get you know punch in the face i'm gonna make it you know i'm gonna make make sure that they they, they hurt <laughs> what's that like when you get that first one though like that that cut you got right there in your head like is it just like oh did you know like right there you're like oh she really got me I there like the adrenaline is rushing so much you don't feel anything like all the punches all the kicks i didn't feel them until the next day so i had so much adrenaline going i just felt like warm blood coming through when I got cut, I was like, oh, fuck, I just got cut. No, that was like my first, <laughs> I, was like, I need to get up now, like now, I need to get up. And I got up and the round was over and they cleaned my face. And I like the first thing I asked instead of the, like, am I okay? I said, how am I doing? Am I doing well? And like, you think I, am I kicking ass right now? Do I look good? <laughs> Do I look tired? Like that was the first thing. I was so scared to look tired. Like there's one thing I cannot stand. And that's in wrestling. And, um, and, and like, and now in MMA, or that it's like highlighted in our training, and that is conditioning. Conditioning is very important because if you're not conditioned, especially in professional wrestling, you can make your opponent look like shit. You know, um, right? Make yourself look like like crap. You know, and you have to whatever was planned for the storyline has to be cut because the other person can't perform. The same with MMA. If you are tired. Well, you will lose the fight if you're tired, technically. Right. So speaking of being tired, like I saw, like I had texted you, like our text, like I think we were on different schedules. I saw you like tweeting, you're like your your sleep schedule's all jacked up. Like what's going on with that? Like what's happening there? I mean, I was training for six months. I've been training between five and six hours a day. And I've been taking a week, a whole week off and where I only train for about an hour and just like light training because I got to re- recover and I just can't sleep. Like my body's just like, bitch, I'm not tired. Like, hey, let's do something. And I'm just like, it's three in the morning and I'm taking melatonin. I'm taking like much stuff. I just can't go to sleep. I can't, can't go to sleep. I got to like read for like two hours. And then I was like, okay, I'm tired. And I sleep five <laughs> hours. I was just like, oh my God, man. Like I just want to sleep. So, I got to ask you this, too, about, like, being a wrestler. Like, I don't want to dig into, like, everything in your past and stuff like that. But I, I ask this to everybody, so I'm just curious because I'm trying to learn myself, like, how to be better, like, how to do better and stuff. I always look at I, – I respect people that are in the wrestling business a lot for, like, what they do. And so I, with Aldis, he's the guy who's, like – you know, at the prime of his career, Tim Storm was a guy who's on the other side of it. Ricky Starks is like right there at the, you know, just like kind of coming up and everything. Like, 
you you dealt with a lot of stuff. Like it wasn't just like, and you waited later than some people do to like yeah, get into. Yes, I did. I was for professional wrestling. I was 26 when I first started training. Again, that's one of the things that still like surprises me the most. That's just in general uh, how you can condition your body for something like this. And then I started doing MMA until like now, and I'm 33 years old. You know, so. People have been doing professional sports like this for decades, you know, for years. And um, and I mean, I, I am at a disadvantage. I, I feel like a lot of the times with, you know, not getting signed for like big companies because of my age and uh, because of my um, my life on the shelf, you know, because we as women are alive, alive in the business is a lot smaller than for men because at, at a certain age, we start looking a little older. And they don't want that. They want somebody that looks young, that looks uh, youthful, that can re- that person that can relate with like younger generations. That's you're just being marketable. Like that's the big companies that will, one thing that they care is about making money, you know. And if you're marketable, they will push you. Is that like something you've like you you've faced like specifically? Like somebody's just been like, oh, no, you're too old for this, or you know, something like that. <laughs> Yes, and I'm not gonna say names, but in other countries, yes, I, I mean that was very obvious, you know. And they told me that I wasn't gonna amount to anything in my life as a wrestler. So, and I was too old, and I was Mexican. So, there you go. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of fun. All right, well. Yeah, imagine like having that on the chip on your shoulder, you know, and having oh okay, so because I'm Mexican, because I am 27, and I don't look like I'm fucking 14, you know. Okay, fine. And then I fucking show you the fucking opposite. And that's why, like, my drive has been to, like, shut shut those who are or believe on the status quo, which is, like, you have to be youthful. You have to be white. You have to be what? Mm -hmm. You have to have big boobs. You have to look a certain way in order to be successful. Fuck that. I said that. Fuck that. Like, I'm going to make a difference. And I'm going to make it different for me, for my journey. And... And for the future of other girls, you know, that, you know, are in the same position that I am, that are, they feel like they're too old and they can't uh, do what they feel like they could do. Yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. But like where where does that come from for you? Because I even saw like I was listening to some interview you did and uh, you were talking about like when you first started out with like wrestling school, like your husband got like some kind of education loan. And then you took that and you went up for wrestling school and the guy died or something. And yeah, but, so. So we were both going to college. For a while. I finished college, then he was going to community college, and um, he used all his VA, the VA uh, money, because he was in community college for four years. So we applied for a bunch of scholarships for him to go to uh, the state school. So we got, you know, like was it three, three thousand uh, dollars for him to pay for school, and we make the decision as a couple, because that's how we make our decisions. For me to use that money to pay for school, for wrestling school, because uh, we both thought that we were going to have a future on this from the beginning. If we invest on anything, that's one of the things that we have done. In, if it's like career path, we invest in things that we know have a future instead of just wasting our money. So we make the decision. I pay the money up front. They give me the option to start training on July or January of 2015. I picked January of 2015 because I wanted to get in shape. So we did that. We paid about in September. And then November came in, and uh, Roland Alexander unfortunately passed away. And with that, his school closed down, and everybody's money went away. So I lost those $3,000, and my husband wasn't able to go to school. So so like most people, though, what I, what I was trying to get at is like a lot of people would be like, oh, well, that's it. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not supposed to do this or something, you know, but you, you've had like all this stuff and you keep, you keep doing it and you're stubborn about it. Like what, where do you think that comes from? Like, what is that about you that made you want to just keep pushing? It's my life, man. It's like, that's how I, that's how I grew up. I was always told no, always told no. I want to play soccer. No, no, you can't. We don't have money. Mom, I want to do this. No, you can't. We don't have money. Um, Mom, I want to do this. No, it's, it's girls don't do that. Um, uh, what is the other one? I one time I wanted to go to a really expensive school in Mexico, and they were gonna give me a scholarship, and 
my parents were like, no, that's not a good place for you. You know, you, you got to stay here. And I was just like, no, I'm going to stay here. You tell your mind, shit. So as soon as, um, as soon as I was able to get out, like for college, they told me no, because my, my dad really relied on me a lot because, uh, um, um, I always, since I was like 16, I was helping them with, uh, with paying rent and like paying for bills and stuff like that. So I always, uh, they felt like I had a responsibility to take care of them. But it came to a point in where for college, I was like, I told them I am moving, I'm moving to, to Oakland. They're like, why so far? You shouldn't go over there. And I was just like, because it's my future and that's it. And then I became stubborn. Every time a big opportunity came and it looked impossible. I just, especially with my husband on my side. I just looked at him. I was like, "Do you think we can do this?" I was like, "Well, if he, you fail, you fail. Like, let's 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 try." So that's how how we did it, and that's why when we lost the money, I remember that night very clearly in Oakland. I was crying. I'm like, "Man, how the fuck are we gonna do this?" That was three thousand dollars. That was my future in, in in wrestling. And we looked at each other, and then we're like, "You know what? We had, we both had a feeling. I was like, you 'You are gonna go far.'" Let's stick to it. It's going to be hard, but we're going to go far. And we're going to make fucking 20,000 times more money than what we lost. And we did. Not 20,000, but we're getting there. Yeah, you're getting there. Hey, but that's that's cool, man. Like, you, you got this, like, relationship that a lot of people, you know, probably should look up to, like, for, for like, how a relationship should work. I know, uh, I mean, this is not relatable at all, but, like, my wife and I, she's a nurse, and, like, she it's kind of quiet and stuff. And I'm like, always like, I want to get out and meet people. I want to talk to people and like all of this stuff. So like, we're like totally different in that way. But we had this same thing of kind of working on everything together. It sounds like you and your husband, like you have like this, like everything's a partnership, if that makes sense. It is. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, we bump heads, throwing him (laughs) things right next to me. But I mean, he, he means well in, in certain things. And I know that, I always call him that, and yes, he's my soccer mom. <laughs> <laughs> he's very, very proud of uh, what my son and I were doing, and there's things that he would have loved to do when he was young, but he didn't have the opportunity. So that's why he sees that it's very important and it's crucial that he supports me and my son as much as possible and things that we want to do. And, and then we do the same now with my son, um, where he struggles with school or with he struggles with certain things. Uh, we sit down on the table and we're like, okay, so what do you think about this? This is your life. This is your future. We want to make sure that we're teaching you now that you're 14 how to think, you know, for yourself. We're going to support you no matter what. If we think it's a, it's a good idea, we'll, we'll support it. If we not, if we don't, we're going to have to stick to it until you finish. So that's that's what we do. And, and um, I mean, it's not easy because we both are very um, stubborn and sometimes we bump heads, but We've been together for 14 years. We're going to 15. So that's, that's crazy. Funny. That's a long time. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's a, <laughs> I saw your eyes get wide. <laughs> I was 19. Oh, that's awesome. How's your son feel about it? If I can ask that, like about like what you're doing now, like is he is he into like wrestling or is he into MMA or any of that stuff? He's into wrestling actually. He loves he loves lucha libre. He uh, actually on. On Friday, he was totally marking out for Sexy Star. Sexy Star was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let me take a picture. And then he takes a picture with my favorite with my favorite wrestler. And I'm just like, I thought I was your favorite wrestler. <laughs> no, but he, yeah. he loves wrestling. Um, he grew up watching wrestling. So uh, he's definitely very excited every time he sees, like, new wrestlers or people that he's seen on TV. Like, he loves taking pictures with them. I asked. I usually ask for like um, autographs for him uh, so he can put in his collection. Um, you know, he's um, I think his first very first uh, experience was when my husband and I we were running sabotage in, in San Diego and we did the intergender show and he saw me wrestle a dude. He was just like, oh, my God. And then a couple months after or a year after I brought him to uh, the last season of Lucha Underground and he sees me taking a fucking Spanish fly from like super high up with a. Uh, with Sammy Guevara, you know, and he looks at me, he's like, you are suicidal. I'm like, I never want to see you do that again, ever again, <laughs> you know? That's yeah. one of the crazy things. You mentioned Sammy. Um, like, I, I see you guys, like, I, I went down a rabbit hole, like, on YouTube, and, like, you guys have feuded on and off for, like, ever. And uh, 
I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to think about. Like, I mean, he's over and doing his thing in AEW right now. He's doing all right. Like, he's 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 pretty good. But you, you've crossed paths with like all these people. It's always weird to me. You know, like when people look at wrestling, a lot of times they see like these different companies, and they're like, oh, this is AEW, and this is NWA, this is WWE, and they're all like they hate each other, and blah blah blah. Or, you know, I feel like some people think that, but then. You go back and you look back and uh, I, I see stuff about you and you you I mean you cross paths with with Sammy like a ton and um, I mean Alberto uh, and Chavo like you know them and like Nikki Cross I think you were even like partnered up with for a while. Four months in 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 uh, Japan and we like we share like really strong you know emotional stories you know that, that had to do with women's wrestling and like some of like. Her struggles, like when she first like did her tryout and things didn't come out the way that she wanted to, and then like, uh, you know, like the advice that she was giving me as she's going through her journey to achieve her dreams, and now for me to see her, you know, becoming one of the champions, attack female tag team champions, and how hard she's worked, you know, to be in the the place that she's in, it's just like it moves my heart and it makes me emotional because I know how hard she worked and it was her childhood dream. And then when she got rejected the first time, that was really hard for her. And then she just kept working until, you know, she got the yes. And now look at her like this is what? It's a three, four, four, four years after that. You know, it's 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 beautiful to see that she's flourishing and she's doing really really well. And you know, now she's married and and like it's just super cool to see that. And like with some of the other ladies too that have um. Been signed. Selena Vega. She yeah. was also in Japan, and she went through some BS out there. And and like, and I remember telling her um, when she left Japan, I was like, "Bigger and better things will come your way." I know, and I feel it, and I and and I can see it. Right after that, the movie happened with The Rock, and like fighting for my family when she came out there. And then she got signed, you know. And um, I still have a picture on actually on my computer of her, and, and I or I had one. It's not there anymore. Um, that we took in Japan. So like stuff like that, man. It's like people don't. I see everything in perspective. Like even when things were not going the way that I want them to in my career, I saw the things in perspective, and I saw how so many people passed through my life. They're not like my friends anymore as they used to, but it was like I learned so much from those people, and to see them succeed to me is it's beautiful. Cause it's not all, like you said, it's not all about me. Like you also have to like cherish the, the, the success that other people that were, that meant something to you, you know, um, and, and, and enjoy that and tell them, you know, uh, and not just because you want to like look cool or just because you want to get a retweet or get followers is because you really mean it. And every time I tell somebody about being successful is because I mean it because I know how hard they work for that. Right, right. Um, do you think do you think girls like I mean women deal with more BS than than guys do with like that kind of stuff? And you're talking about Nikki dealing with it, or is it just like different stuff? No, it was some other stuff, man. It was. I mean, I can't really talk about it because I know she won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> and it was like it was very, very hard for her to deal with some of the stuff, and and um, some of the stuff that happened. It was, it was some bullshit like straight up bullshit you know and um then that's why i'm glad that they're so successful you know and like all that little bullshit that i had to deal with back then is like like it was like a bad dream now but yeah some of some of us have to deal like i told you like some of us have to deal with some real ass bullshit another thing about you that i that i really like is like you've got this specific look and everything but now i've seen you like try to uh specify that you don't even consider yourself like I, I think a lot of people would look at you and be like a misconception that you're like uh, Lucha Libre or something like that. But you're not. You're, you're like uh, you, you were. Were you born in, in the U.S.? No, I was born and raised in Tijuana. I was trained in uh, Pacifica, California at a Gold Rush uh, APW camp. Um, my goal in life was to reject my beginnings you know because i don't want to be like oh yeah she's a mexican girl oh yeah she's a lucha girl that's exactly why because you know i don't know i didn't know lucha i you know i trained american wrestling but thankfully i was 
I was gifted that when they taught me how to do things on the right, I was like, oh, if we're rolling the right. Oh, duh, we can do it. It was, just, it was never like, oh, no, like, I'm not going to work with that. Like, no, I'm not that. No, it's just like I was always had an open mind on everything. And that's that's in life. You have to have an open mind for everything. If you want to be successful. Because if right. you only want to do it one way, then you are putting yourself in, on danger to fail all the time, you know? Yeah, I mean, but you, I, and, and you, you've been everywhere. So that's like something that like a lot of people don't have. Like you've been over in Japan, you've been in Mexico now, you've been in the States. I think you've, you've gone into like all the major places people think of when they think of wrestling. But I, I'll be honest with you. I did not watch, um, I watched like the first season of Lucha Underground when it was on Netflix for a while. I was trying to like get through it, but I didn't get to see it that much. So I was not familiar with you. All right. So this is. I've got a few things I want to ask you here with this, but so I found out about you before I'd ever seen you have a match. And it was just because you started showing up like just in my view, like you, you were just like on social media and stuff like that. It was just Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa. And I'd see like little clips or see little things and stuff. Talk to me about that. Like what, what changed about you, first of all, that like you you were already doing stuff, but you had like a lower profile. And then all of a sudden, dude, I was I was telling the NWA as a fan of like what Lagana and those guys were doing, like, get Thunder Rosa, get Thunder Rosa. And I didn't even know you, you know, <laughs> like I was just like, I want to see Thunder Rosa in the NWA. And they did. And believe me, I was. I was pumped when it finally happened, but did you do something different? Was there like a strategy there? Like what, what were you thinking? No, I mean, we just, we were just working ourselves. Like my husband, he does a lot of my social media. So we did a lot of like hit and miss stuff. And, um, you know, I always, it's, it's, it's always been about being me, being myself and representing who I, what I believe in and my values and, and sometimes I say stupid shit, you know, and but this is who I am and I'm not going to change. You know, this is who that makes me so different from other female wrestlers. You know, it's like I am pretty transparent. Like what you see is what you get. What you see is what you get. And and people know, like when you see me in the ring and you see me being vicious, that's how I am. But, you know, I'm a very nice person. Very nice person. Don't piss me off because then. You, you will you will get to know me real well if you piss me off. Um, yeah, I don't think Allison K would say that, but like I mean, Allison, she's just like she she just loves to grab her attention. It's like like me. I, I'm just gonna say her and I have something in common. If we want to get some likes on our page and we want more um, traffic on our page, we put a picture of her ass. Check her shit out. She does that all the time. All the time. <laughs> I just did it today. I show my ass, but I show a bikini picture and. Oh, by the way, watch the show. Oh, I got all comments. People are watching the show. So, David, you should thank me for the viewers, the, the viewers today. You had a lot of people watching that show. Thank you very much. If I would have put my picture of my ass, just like Allison does from here and there, just to promote her Patreon, maybe it would have been something different. And, you know, and she had to use me, of course, me bleeding, because I was trending last weekend. I, uh, last week I was trending, and I don't know when was the last time that she was trending, so... She did. She did. Uh, she did like blood sport or something, didn't she? So like, she. Didn't throw him in my fight, and I was bleeding, and I was, you know. <laughs> right. I was worried. I was worried. You know, like uh, I have to keep you like balanced because I'm afraid we're gonna talk too much and we're gonna ruin your whole thing. Like you, people are gonna think like I could get behind this girl, but then they see you turn Marty Bell and you kick Allison K in the face. We have to like kind of have to balance out like what we talk about because the next I could be like hey right before this you were uh donating time to the salvation army so just because just because you like to kick bitches in the face you know fake ass bitches in the face you know doesn't mean that you don't like to like help the, the homeless in your city you know yeah that's a good that's point part of me you know and then you know i just why you half and half? that's why you have half and half you know <laughs> right you know? Likes to do nice stuff. The the other one, not so much. So um, so your so your husband does all your social media stuff right now. Is that right? Um, most of them, a, a lot of them, also Twitter. If you see that is well written and it's asking a question, 
Yeah, that's my husband. If you see some ghetto ass shit in there, spelled <laughs> and with a lot of gifts, that is me. And a lot of, uh, well, I'm lying. Sometimes on Instagram, he, if we don't have a lot of uh, traffic, we he posts pictures. I'm like, oh shit, where does the picture come from? You know? No, but it's I- just good. It's it's good because I think uh, there was something about it. I mean, like I said, I didn't see, I, I didn't know you. Like, and you would just show up in these just somehow you just like appeared like all of a sudden I kept seeing the name Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa and all of that stuff. Have you noticed like a, a huge jump like over the last time right before NWA and then past NWA and all that? Well, my husband keeps track of that. He's just a lot of the analytics on it. And um, that's one thing that he's like, he tells me like, hey, you had to post this at this time. You got, this is what you want. You need to work on. This is like the stuff that get the most traffic, you know, um, but definitely one thing that we stay super focused is like during NWA hours to mm-hmm. uh, to retreat, interact with the fans. That's huge for me. I know some people might not think that having one-on-one interaction with fans is 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 important. For me, it's everything. The fans oh. are everything. If they love me, they hate me. Oh yeah, I gotta. He was listening to your podcast earlier. A shout out to Leon AA. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> he was listening. That guy yeah. asked if he could get a shout out, and I was like, probably not. Fuck <laughs> yourself, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks for throwing me under the bus. That's great. Good. <laughs> yeah, well, so that guy's going to be happy. Man. Like, fan interaction is very important. Um, like, for example, First show when I came out and the little kid was like, "Do not shake your hand." Oh my do god, I wanted to ask you about that kid. And I looked at him and he was like, "Still, do not shake her hand." You know that little interaction. I didn't have to say anything to the kid. Just the fact that I acknowledged that he was talking shit. You know that's what makes it different. Like I, I, I bet that he was like, "Do you remember that stupid thing about that? Jamie, that stupid look." You know when he left. I think no. I talked to him at the end of the show, and I told him, like, what's up? What's up, kid? Stop talking shit. He was like, I don't like you. And I was like, all right, good. Perfect. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, I, I mentioned that on our, um, yeah, I mentioned that to uh, your debut on our after show. I was like, oh, man, you had to be there. Like, I was sitting, like, right down the row from this little kid, and you couldn't really see it on the camera, but she, like, gave him this look, and it was awesome. Like, he... That was that was a cool moment even for me. I was just like, that's funny that, that he's trying to that, that, that you did acknowledge him. That was that was a really cool moment. I think it'll stand out for him for forever probably. I, that that's the most important part. It's like you have that connection with the fan. He didn't know who the hell I was, you know, but he knew I would. I didn't mean no no good business for for Marty and for the relationship that she had with her BFF Allison K. Well. I got to tell you, too, like, I don't know if you remember me at all, but I saw you like on the night of the tapings, you came out in the thing and I got kind of starstruck by you. And this is the thing I'm talking about. Like, I was like, I don't even I don't even know what to say to you. You you were like right there by me. You were talking to some guy like you knew him kind of like a fan or something like a guy with glasses. Um, He was standing there and and I was like, "Uh, Thunder Rosa. And you're like, yes. But then they called me to like tell me to move down the line or something. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I go now, I guess. But I was like, I don't even know what to say anyway. So it doesn't matter. So I was just going to get a picture with you or something, but uh, you should feel good. I've never legitimately been like starstruck by anybody in my life. And that's what I was thinking of when I think about like how powerful your social media stuff is because like I, I didn't even know who you were, <laughs> and you know I just knew I was excited to finally see you, and and all of that. Now I, I will say this too. Another thing, I don't even think it's just me like standing out. Like um, I don't know how much you listen to any of these people, but like the people they call the dirt sheets and stuff like that. I was even listening to uh, Brian Alvarez from the Pro Wrestling Observer the other day talk about you, and he was saying that we saw her in Lucha Underground. And he's like, and we were like, yeah, okay. And he's like, you know, it's whatever. But he's like, what happened to this girl? Like, he's like, she comes out on NWA, and she's, she's the real deal. Like, she's a big star. Like, she's legit. 
Like he's like, who has changed that fast? He's like, well, what did she go do? Like what? Did- I don't wear a mask. That's one. It's second of all, it's me. This is me. You cannot teach charisma, man. You cannot teach that shit. You have it or you don't. And three, I'm comfortable with myself. When I started on Lucha Underground, I was one year in my career. Didn't know Lucha. I was playing a character I wasn't comfortable with. And I had to do the best that I could. And it was the shits the first year. The shits. The last season, which a lot of people didn't get to see, it was a total completely like 360-degree change. But again, I was not able to shine the way that I could have shined because I know I have the skills, you know. And in this one, David Lagana and, and Billy Corgan really allowed me to be myself, really allowed me to be Thunder Rosa, really allowed the Thunder Rosa to come out the way that she hasn't come in many, many years, the way that she came the first time when I first started with her, which was raw, uncut, and just me, you know, which is a huge difference. And I've been, you know, hitting myself in the head against the wall for years because I've been trying to tell people, I've been trying to tell promoters, like, give me a chance. I can make this work. You know, I can work. I'm a worker. I'm a wrestler. I'm a performer. You know, I put fucking seats on the fucking, I mean, I put butts on the seats. For fucking Christ's sake, on my my MMA fight, I had, like, not lying, 100 people, like 100, 120 people. Yeah. You know, you saw it on TV. There's pictures. My coach, I just went to my school and I told my my coach was like, we never seen that before for all the fighters that I had all these years. Everybody's booing us. Everybody's doing this. Everybody's doing that. You came out and it was just like the crowd just erupted. And it's because I worked my ass off for the last six years, not only in the ring, but outside on the ring to acknowledge every single fan that pays for, for, pays for a ticket because some of those tickets are not cheap that, you know, spend their time and their money in me and my future and my career. And NWA, for the first time, from all these other people, from big companies, are giving me a chance. Ask me, as Thunder Rosa, as a character that I've been working on since I started wrestling. That's why you can see it now, because I'm passionate about it, because I believe in the product. Yeah. Because I don't have to dive on anybody, because I don't have to do crazy shit. I just have to wrestle and tell the story. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> Lagana can tell you, man. I told, I, like, he and I, I mean, we're not like best friends or anything, but like, he's been really cool with us and stuff. And, uh, and like, just the, the first day I saw you, I was like, you guys are stupid if you don't get her. Like, you got to. Like, you got, you and Ricky both. I, I had Ricky on here, and, and I love both of you guys so much. Like, you just, you know, because the NWA has got this very, um, well, you know, like I mean, there's this history that comes with it. There's this older fan base that disappeared that I think they're pulling a lot of these people back in to see what you guys have. And then you have these guys that that they, they talk a lot about the we, we've got men and we've got, you know, they're fighting and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. But I mean, they also need these like, you know, younger newer faces and stuff and you've got companies like wwe and aew doing this people think they don't exist outside of those but like you people like you and ricky starks i feel like bring that out a- ashley vox is another one I-, I like ashley i think i think ashley's got a lot of potential too and you know not like i'm some expert or anything but like i see like i said i saw you on social media and i just knew i was like oh my god that the the look the the everything about what you do even the name Thunder Rosa like I saw that came from uh, you worked at like a, a hospital or something like that is it was with a rehab facility for teenagers Thunder Rosa my house in Oakland see see excuse me the the tough parts could be keeping you like not being a baby face because you'd be doing stuff like uh working at rehab facilities and doing stuff for Salvation Army, <laughs> you know, that that's the, that's the only struggle I see you having. It's like people not want to get behind you. Pardon me, man. Like I was, I was raised to serve others. Like that's when my family, um, we will take our sweater. We will take our jacket to help somebody else that didn't have anything. And we didn't have shit. You know, we didn't have absolute jack shit when I grew up. We had money. I mean, we had money for food. We had a, a roof on our table. 
on our table. I'm man, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we have a roof over our heads and we have very caring parents, you know, we didn't have a lot. And, and when somebody needed somebody, something, we will open the doors of our house. Like there's a couch, there's a floor. Uh, we have beans and, and, and tortillas. Like if it, there's food for four, there's food for six, you know? So it's, that's what's always ingrained in my head is help others and blessings will come to you. Yeah, don't don't ask me to help somebody else in the ring because I'm gonna fuck them up and then that's another story. <laughs> I love yeah. that you always turn it around though. That's good. Yeah, like fuck you. Like I won the championship, but then that goes where I was like, hey, I won the fucking championship because I want to show for the fucking first time in my career. I'm sorry, I'm just passionate right now. Let me curse, okay? I've been holding it on for years. We don't we don't have any ratings, so it's it's fine. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's just I want to show it in 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 my career that. I want to be a legend. I want to make uh, uh, a legacy for myself, for my family, for the Cervantes family. I'm not talking yeah. about family. I'm talking about the Cervantes family. You know, my son has the idea to maybe in the future become a, a professional wrestler. I want him when he gets in the ring. I was like, oh, my God, your mom was Thunder Rosa. She was a fucking badass. You know, she was the NWA champion. NWA created legends that still people still talk about it. You know, right. no matter how shitty they were as people. People still talk about them, you know, for decades. Some mm. of my friends, they, they're like big time MMA jiu-jitsu people, but they know about the NWA and they're young. They're younger than I am. So it's for me, it's just a, a dream come true. A dream come true. No, oh, that's awesome. I love it. So it's like, a, yeah, I will help a homeless person. I will also fuck somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that there's always this balance. Let's see. So what? I did get a few questions from other people, so I'm going to throw those in here too. Uh, what do you think you learn most from different places? Like like in Mexico, Japan, America, Like, do you have specific things you think that one place taught you something bigger over the other? Well, Japan definitely taught me how to be tough. Yeah. Uh, that's when I learned that no work no money that's <laughs> pretty much so i got right. a concussion and i didn't work for a month that meant no work no money that also meant if you don't have a good friend in the business you're fucked because right. if it wasn't because of two people in japan i don't know what would have happened with me honestly um right. they took they stuck up for me and then it, that was all the women too they stuck up for me and they took care of me for that for two three weeks and without them i don't know what would have done uh, honestly so I, I learned how to be tough there like tougher because like APW definitely and um, they were like they didn't take shit like they treated me just like a guy they were like yeah you're, you know you're a woman but we're gonna treat you like a guy so otherwise you're gonna be too soft and then your shit's not gonna be realistic so they used to beat the fuck out of me so I thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> and really taught me how to be uh, resilient in that aspect what my husband oh and then you know what my husband was me another thing that i use in the, in the cage not to cry in front of people i like your husband over there off to the side Hi. he <laughs> seems so disinterested but he's uh he's offering feedback like, through the whole thing like that mexico <laughs> one thing i learned in mexico and, and i remember the first tour that i went there um i came and told my husband um, I trained with a couple of the women there. All of them were mothers. Back then, I, my son wasn't with us. But it taught me that no matter how fucked up you think things are in your, in your area, somebody else is more messed up than you are. And these girls, man, they would take like three buses, Train. trains, or get grouped on on the metro. It was horrible. Sometimes they'll have to carry, they'd bring their kids with them just to have a match and where they were going to pay get paid maybe $5, a torta and a soda. And they will do it all over again. Because they love Lucha Libre. Because they love wrestling. I was so humble right then. And I said, I will never freaking complain again for that. Never. Never. Because they got some of them, they're still trying to get into AAA. They're still trying to get into CMLL. They're still trying to make it over here. Because they know the money's here. So that was rough. That was like eye-opening and my respects to all the luchadoras you know that have struggled all these years for decades just to like have a spot in a card because women wrestling is still not treated the way that is treated here in america and in mexico 
in Europe, let's see, Europe was fun. It was, I think uh, women are more respected in Europe than, than any other place in, in Japan, as far as like wrestling goes. So that was, that was a really good experience. So I know, um, like your, your, I just, I, I thought about this too. I had to ask you this. Um, I know your family, like notoriously, like your mom's like not a fan of you doing wrestling or any of that stuff. Like, so I, I heard that in an interview, you know, prior to the fact that you ended up with that big gash on your forehead. So like, what, what does she think about MMA? She doesn't, we mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, with my dad, and we decided that we're not going to tell my mom. Oh, okay. All right. I was curious. And, I mean, so until, like, my cousin comes, like, ah, tia, ya viste? And she's like, ah, you know? No, she's going to kill me. Like, she, I mean, I know she prays. She always tells me that she prays for me because she's worried about me. I mean, I get it, you know. Uh, that Wrestling is a dangerous sport, and it's a very dangerous sport. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's like, I make the decision to, you know, be a fighter and be a wrestler and, and continue this career. I mean, she's happy now that I'm signed with uh, NWA because I tell her, like, I just only wrestle for NWA. Mom, it's it's okay. She's like, oh, okay, I'm so happy for you. But I'm like, yeah, and I'm training MMA every day, so don't worry about it, Mom. <laughs> that was part of your deal with NWA, right? Like, you get to still do the, the MMA stuff or whatever? Yes, yes. I mean, that was, like, one of the main decisions why I chose – NWA over any other company. Um, like I said, they're the, the executives are really, really uh, um, open for people like me and for other people to continue to pursue their dreams on other on other um, avenues. You know, because they know it's just gonna make us as performers and us as uh, athletes better. Yeah. So um, you won the SoCal Uncensored like first ever woman wrestler of the year, right? Did I? Did I? Yeah, in 2016, I think so, yeah. Yeah, what well, some somebody sent me that and they were wanted to know like what how did that feel? Like you <laughs> I guess I don't know, you already forgot. So I don't know. Years ago, no, that was 3 years ago. I mean, it was really special. I still have it in mean, one of my boxes cuz we don't we don't have a house, we have an apartment. Um but it feels really special because it, it was in San Diego. It was given to me in San Diego, and I was, I that was the first place that I moved uh, to the United States was San Diego, and that's when, you know, I did my high school and everything. So it was it was special. My I think my dad was there, my husband was there, and it was again is is just like that we, it's, it's it's a little like a little medal for us of a, a, a success, and that we were going on the right path. I won't keep you too much longer. Uh... Mel, I just want to ask you, um, and I just called you Mel because you said that on the phone earlier. I don't even know if that's disrespectful or not. Like, I'm a, if I saw it on your, yeah, I was about to say I saw it on your, uh, on your poster anyway. So you already spoiled it for everybody. And it's so dope. <laughs> so, um, actually, that's perfect. That'll go into. I, I, I got a couple of softball ones here, but um, the the face paint and stuff. Like, obviously, I mean. I know that this is not it. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. People immediately think like sugar skull kind of thing, that sort of thing. But like, what, where does that come from? Do you have like specific designs you choose, or like how you choose them, or anything? I mean, if I if I have time, I go online and then I go and look at the signs. So if it's like really detailed, that means I'm not gonna wrestle because I use different uh, uh, materials. When yeah. I'm gonna, wrestle, I use my Poscas, which is the one that doesn't. Uh, stain people's clothes so I'm very particular about making sure that my opponent's clothing doesn't get all damaged because there's nothing worse than having blood or some sort of makeup on your shit because you won't you won't come off um but no but like before after I went back to the half face face when I was doing full face it was because I was going to have a championship match so in Japan last time I had a championship match I, I painted my my face in full I was thinking about doing something like that soon. So when you when you go fight Allison K for that women's championship, probably see full face paint. That happens, yes, and it's gonna be a, a special design. I'm actually gonna take time to do this. Then I'll okay. be more paint. All right, I'm excited about that. So hey, why'd you name your dog Drago? So okay, um, you know, Discover Moon 
has a very special place in my heart. Uh-huh. After I liberated Drago, I was really sad because I didn't have anybody to drag, right? So when we had when we got first got the dog, I was like, oh man, I can't walk the dog and, and think about that I'm walking Drago, you know, the 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 wrestler. So we put it on 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 Twitter for the fans to pick up a name for my dog and they picked Drago, but it was perfect because you know, I'm his I'm his master. And I was just like, he's my little slave. So <laughs> <laughs> all right so I'm, I'm gonna ask you this like just so like if you had to do like i don't know i don't even know if like lagana or any of these people do this with you but like who is thunder rosa like if you had to do like the you know they call it the elevator pitch like what what like who is this person like what do you, what do you think about when you think of thunder rosa she is a fucking badass bitch that doesn't take shit from nobody. That when she gets mad, she lets you know. When she is happy, she lets you know. She goes from uh, a roller coaster of emotions at every moment. She can be very nice in one moment, and she can be a psycho the next. So I, I looked up. I was trying to look up uh, La Mera Mera, and uh, so, so I saw like it meant boss. But then, like, it was, like, but I looked it up in Urban Dictionary, and it was, like, boss-ass bitch or something yeah. like that. Is that is that kind of what you're going for? Yeah, yeah. I'm a boss-ass bitch. And I'm a boss-ass bitch in real life. So, um, Rosa is an extension of myself uh, in all, like, in all extensions of everything, you know, from craziness to niceness to everything, you know. And, um and the face pain again is it's it i was meant to be a wrestler i was meant to be a fighter you know it's in my blood it's it's from my ancestors from my from my grandparents and stuff so um they love lucha libre they one of them died watching lucha libre so it was in my destiny to become a fucking luchador so are you from the graveyards of tijuana mexico yep yeah <laughs> yeah i like that all right, so uh, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna ask you a couple of easy ones real quick. Just uh, like uh, like who 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 are your favorite wrestlers? Like when you look back, like who do, who are the people you think about if I ask that? Well, I, somebody I looked up to because he was very popular was Conan because he was part of the culture in Mexico when I was growing up. He was in like uh, he's a very smart man, and back then I see it more as him being a uh, an icon of popular culture uh he was in all the soap operas he used to have a fucking i remember having his cassette and i used to listen to his music oh really yeah dude he was (laughs) on everything um so he knew how to like maneuver himself in the business and and i'm not talking about just in the wrestling business but in the entertainment business so and in an entertainment point of view and in a business point of view he was somebody that i was like oh Hands down, you know, and he still has a lot of pull on a lot of uh, promotions currently. Um, another person that I look up to as a wrestler, I will say uh, Sarah Stock. She no longer wrestles. She's, she's part of WWE. But the fact that she became so respected in another country, it, it resonates a lot with me because she was from Canada. She went to Mexico and she became a huge star in Mexico. And uh, she went to Japan and she became a huge star in Japan. And then, you know, she was able to go and do, tra- be a trainer in WWE and a scout. So, um. Is that Sarah Del Rey? No, that's, that's Sarah Del Rey actually went to the same school that I went to. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. I'll have to look this person up. She was Sarita in TNA. Okay. All right. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so definitely she, because of everything, she had like a great look, you know, um, she learned another language, she learned another style, because she was, she was Canadian, you know, so she trained in Canada. Um, so, like I said, a lot of the stuff that she did resonate a lot with me. And um, see, so she's, she's still somebody that I look up to. Um, and then in terms of other wrestlers, I don't know, I like really like Shawn Michaels because of... Uh, he, when he was heel, he was a great heel. When he was a baby face, he was a great big baby face. Uh, what was that storyline? Oh, he, he's like giving me some like pointers. I'm like, what, what, what? Um, <laughs> just the storyline in the, the character. 
He's just so, so good. And there's like, oh, and sensational Sherry. There's a lot of stuff that she did. She she did, and like the way that she got her promos and like the emotions that she she you know gave. And it's just like, ah, that's kind of like me, like for real. I was gonna say like right as soon as you said that, I was like, man, you could totally see that kind of like it's it's that's kind of cool. Um, so who do you who do you want to face the most? Like who who would you like to wrestle? Like do you have people like your like goals like a, a I bucket to- list? Alice and Kay fucking championship away from her hands was number one and last, you know. And um, man, and whoever they bring me, I I want I want real competition. And I know she's one of the views. I actually maybe that's in the Indies. I don't think it. I never face her in the Indies ever. You know, we never cross paths. Um, like I said, I I just wanna I just wanna face the best of the best. I want to have the best matches in the next couple of years that I can because I want to elevate my my level of wrestling and I also want to elevate my opponent because we probably haven't faced somebody as tough as I have. I mean, as I am, sorry. And it's just going to be, make it just a good match, you know? Because yeah. I'm in it. Thunder Rosa, I am not going to keep you anymore. I want to be respectful of your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You've taken time out to do this. And uh, you have at every step from the first day I saw you on social media to like that first match I saw you in, every time you live up to it. So that's good. That's good. I think your biggest struggle you're going to have in your whole career is making people boo you the whole time. Because I, I told that Tim Storm too. You guys got this personality that people are just going to be like, oh man, but I like her. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hate her. So. No, I mean it's 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 their job to hate us. I mean I'm gonna make everything possible for people to hate me, but if they don't, I know why because I'm irresistible. That's that's the reason why. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe that's it. You, you tell your husband that, like he just anytime he gives you he gives you shit. So, <laughs> but uh, it's true. He can't stay mad with me, man. Like he can be like you know, cursing me shit, and like five minutes later she's like, oh. Dude. <laughs> Is he handling this all okay? That you're becoming like a superstar? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I'm a superstar. I mean, I'm the same person. Well, you're staying humble. You're staying humble. I'm just saying. Like, no, the that's more... why. Okay. That's another thing, man. Oh, my God. Now I posted right, something. let's do it. <laughs> I posted something on Twitter earlier. If I ever acted like I am big shit, I have him to slap me around the face. I have like five other people to like slap me around and keep me humble. I hate when people do that, when they get success and they forget where they come from. I know where I come from. Never going to forget who helped me. And I'm never also never going to forget who gave me the middle finger. So that's what keeps me humble. Cause today I might be hot. And today you might be talking about how cool I am and how great of a wrestler I am. The next day is going to be somebody else. And I keep that very, very like clear in my mind. This is the entertainment business, and people forget that. So people need to stay humble, because I'm, otherwise somebody's gonna humble them. Believe me, that. No, no, I, th- I think you're 100 percent right, and and uh, I like, do you? You're absolutely right. Like the stuff you were talking about with with social media and everything else. Uh, Adam and I, I'm sure you've seen Adam with his mustache and stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. Like uh, he and I have never even met in person, but like we got connected through Lagana, and then like we've started doing our thing and we just like bonded on the fact that we're trying to create like a community and like people appreciate people that are real with them and people just sometimes just appreciate you acknowledging them. So to hear you, you like you're on a totally different level than us. So don't think I'm trying to even compare that, but I watched today and, and your husband probably saw like in the, in the chat, if he was on there on the after show today, like people constantly were saying like, Oh yeah, Thunder Rosa like followed me. Thunder Rosa like liked my tweet. Thunder Rosa retweeted this, and Thunder Rosa said this, and like you know, they just that like little taste of that that you acknowledge, you appreciate them existing, that they're there, that they see that you see them, you know, like that means everything to people, and it'll buy that loyalty to them, and they they appreciate you, you know they. They know you're a star, but to see you still be 
recognizing where you came from and, and who you are. I mean, that means everything to people sometimes. I so it's cool. I want to be like Bill Murray, like, you know, the legend of Bill Murray. I was just going yeah. like so much ingeniera, go party, <laughs> and then like bounce to the next thing and be like, yeah, man, Thunder Rosa, she came to my party, man. Like, and then she, you know, that's <laughs> like mysteriously, like, you know, people like that, like, there's people were people. I was in the same spot that some of these people were too, like watching a show as a fan, you know? You didn't have five bucks to pay somebody to take a picture with him. You know, and the person was like, all right, I'll still take the picture. You know, it's just like, I I remember that stuff. I was there too. I was a fan before I became a wrestler, before I became a star, you know? And that's, that's the difference. I don't, I don't, I remember where I come from. You seem like in really good spirits. Like how, I'm sorry. I, I know I said I was going to let you go, but I'm just curious about this too. Like what, what was the process like when you go into that match and you do have all those people there and I don't, I don't want to bring it down or anything, but I just thought of this cause I'm seeing you like, you seem to take a lesson from everything and all of that when it doesn't turn out like you want it to turn out. And then you just immediately seem like you're like, all right, well next time, <laughs> you know, like how do how do you do that? Like what, what is that? Uh, you know, in order to succeed, sometimes you have to experience failure and, um, and I knew by ta- I knew that by taking this this fight, the stakes to fail were higher than the stakes to su- succeed. And no matter what was you know the odds were, I just kept working harder and harder and harder and harder because I was not gonna allow that possible outcome to define me who I am as a person. Because no matter if I win or lose, people are gonna love me the same. And people will continue to support me the same because of who I am, not because of the outcome. Yeah, on the second fight, yeah, I want to win. And I want to be better. And I want to be faster. And I want to be stronger. And I don't want to. And now I'm not like, I'm not afraid at all, you know, because I know what it takes. I know what a pro MMA fight is. Before I had no idea. The fear of the unknown was like over as soon as I hit that cage, you know. So. My 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 train of thought was like I'm gonna give my best and I'm not gonna stop fighting I'm not gonna stop moving because there's I will I would have rather I'd rather die on my feet than that that on on my knees yeah. you know and that and that's something that is ingrained in my culture Emiliano Zapata says that I'd rather die on my feet than on my on my knees you know so it's 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 a warrior in me and I never thought I was gonna be able to pull it out like that but I did. And um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not backing down for nothing. And like now more than ever with wrestling, with MMA, because like I know, I enter a world that didn't belong, I didn't belong, and people let you know that you don't belong. The same with wrestling. In many occasions, I enter a world where I didn't belong, and I made it known that I was there, and I'm gonna make it known to the world, not only to, to this that I exist, that Thunder Rosa, Melissa Cervantes, Thunder Rosa exists. that's perfect all right that's that's how that's how we gotta end it because that's that's beautiful thunder rosa thank you so much and thank thank you brian uh for everything too i appreciate both of you i hope we get to talk to you again sometime and this was cool i hope you have a good rest of your night ma'am thank you